We thank the praise team for such a beautiful selection. Today I invite you to open your Bibles to the first epistle of John in the New Testament. First John. And today's message is going to be uh, what is called in theological circles an ex sermon. You might call it a Bible study. You might call it whatever you want to call it. I don't care what you call it. It's what the Lord has told me to do. So I'm not worried about your grading and your uh, thoughts about whether or not it ought to be done this way. This is what God gave me to do today. And I'm going to be using the King James translation because of its richness. It's old English. Has the these and thous and expressions that we don't always use today. But I think that reading this passage in this particular translation will help to reinforce the message. So please keep your Bibles open. We're going to cover 1 John chapter 4. The whole chapter. Now I'm not going to read every verse right now. I'm reading some of the verses. Don't confuse this with the Gospel of John. This is the first epistle of John. 1 John chapter 4. I'll read beginning with verse 1. And I will read through verse 8. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof you have heard that it should come and even now already is it in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God, He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. 
And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. Our title for today's message is taken directly from verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another. You may be seated. Beloved, let us love one another. Recently, the great soul singer, Tina Turner, and I did like Tina Turner. Say what you want to say. I'm saying it from the pulpit. She was something else. Yeah. <laughs> when she put out that song, what love got to do with it? I mean, she took me through a whole lot of different <laughs> places and thoughts. I'm not going to explain what's on my mind, but, but I can tear from your laugh that you probably were thinking like that too. And I believe that the song depicts to a large degree the problem. The problem is that unfortunately love has been hijacked. It's been taken hostage. It's been redefined. It's being, it's been uh, misrepresented. It's been falsely accused. Yeah, kidnapped. It's been, it's, it's messed up, hijacked, whatever you want to call it. And I believe that John, when he wrote this epistle, wanted to set the record straight He wanted the hearers to understand what love has to do with it. And so today, from this fourth chapter of John, looking at all of the verses, I want us to come away from this place today with the understanding that we ought to love one another. First of all, as you look at John's writing, understand that there are many people in the Bible named John. But I'm not going to spend time taking you through a long dissertation about the various Johns. I'll just remind you that this is not John the Baptist, the one who was beheaded. He's not the writer of this epistle. This is John the Apostle. John who is sometimes referred to as the disciple whom Jesus loved. He's the youngest of the apostles. He is the one that Jesus left in charge of his mother when he died. He wrote 
the Gospel of John, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John, and the book of Revelation. In the book of Revelation, he had become an old man, and he'd been banished to the island of Patmos for preaching the gospel. But I want you to notice John's writing style. Keep your Bibles open. This is a different kind of a sermon. It's going to require you to look at your Bibles and, and stay with me. I want you to, first of all, notice, if you will, uh, how he uh, calls these people or the title that he uses. He says in verse 1, beloved. He says in verse 7, beloved. He says in verse 11, beloved. So he's writing to a people who are loved. Beloved. Beloved. Keep that in mind. Underscore that. Highlight it. Write it down. Make a mark. Whatever you have to do. Beloved. He's talking to a people who are loved. And so as we look at this message today and we try to discern who is John talking to, he's talking to a people who are loved. Beloved. Verse 1, verse 7, verse 11. Beloved. You got that in your mind now. The first thing, not only I want you to notice what he calls them, which is beloved, but I also want you to notice what he cautions them about. He calls them beloved. He cautions them. He says in verse 1, Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God. He cautions those whom he loves, don't believe everything you hear. Don't believe everything you hear. I used to, when I was a child, I honestly did. I used to think that if it was in a book, it was true. I mean, I'm admitting that. When I was a child, I'm talking about a little child. I thought if it was in a book, it was true. But I found out everything in books is not true. And if Governor DeSantis, I know this message is going to be broadcast, and I still love Florida, and I'm still going to move there. I'm telling y'all the truth. I'm still going. I'm still going. Yes, I am. I'm just saying now. It's not my announcement of my retirement, no. But it's an acknowledgement that I love Florida. Amen. My favorite state. And I'm still going there. But he said, beloved. That's what he calls them. But he cautioned them. Don't believe every spirit. I think we've seen that already. We see it in politics. We see people say, I don't care what he did. I'm still going to vote for him. Did you ever think you would live to see a world like this? So John cautions the beloved. 
Don't believe every speech. Don't believe everything you hear. But try the spirits, whether they are of God. When you hear something that sounds a little uneasy, check it out with the word. Make sure that it's in the word. And if it's not in the word, don't believe it. Don't believe every spirit. Now, and this is a, a kind of different message. Don't believe every preacher. Don't believe every teacher. Make sure that the one that's preaching and the one that's teaching is basing what they're saying on the word of God. And if it's not in the word, don't buy it. He cautions them. He goes on in verse 2. He says, hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. In the church that does not believe that Jesus Christ was son of God, don't believe them. I don't care if your mother was a member of that church. If your dad and your granddaddy, whoever it was, if the church teaches that Jesus Christ was not God in the flesh, it's a false church. If a preacher says Jesus really wasn't God, don't believe him. Anybody that said that Jesus Christ was not God in the flesh is a liar. And don't believe it. But every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is God, that he came in the flesh, you can believe them. You can trust that. And then he goes on and he makes a comparison between the beloved that he's speaking to and those in the world. First John chapter 4. First John, the epistle of John. Toward the end of the Bible, right? The last few books of the Bible. Very short books. He says and he compares us with them. He says in verse 4, you are of God, little children. And you have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I want to pause on that verse and remind us that we are of God. We are of God. They are, verse 5, of the world. Therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. We are of God. He that knoweth God heareth us. He that is not of God heareth not us. It's time that the church understands that we are not of the world. We are of God. 
than they are of the world. We have overcome them, verse 4, because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. It shouldn't surprise us then what people in the world are doing. They're not of God. Now let me be clear. I'm not talking about the world as you understand it. Well, they're on earth, they're human. No, 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 no. We are in the world, but we're not of the world. We live in the world, but we, live, we are not governed by the world. We live in the world, so let's be clear. So when you say they're worldly, it doesn't mean that they live in the world. They have the mindset of the world. He's talking to the beloved. He's talking, he calls them the beloved. He also calls them little children. Verse 4, ye are of God, little children. That's not a put down. He's talking to believers. He's talking to them with the hope of teaching them. And my hope and my aim today is to teach you that we are of God. We are not of the world. We don't think like the world. We don't operate like the world. And we should not be surprised when the world frowns on us. Because they that are of God hear us. And they that are not of God won't hear us. So this is the way John writes this fourth chapter. And then he goes on in verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another. So he's talking to the beloved. He's talking to a people who are loved. Let us love one another. He's not talking to the world. An unbeliever won't necessarily buy this message. This message is not to the unbeliever. Beloved, let us. Let us love one another. And then he tells us why. For love is of God. Why should we love one another? Because it's of God. And we are of God. Let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone that loves is born of God and knows God. If you love one another, you know God. You've been born again. But then he says, he that loveth not, knoweth not God. For God is love. 
You don't have to guess. You don't have to scratch your head. You don't have to try to figure it out. You don't have to be apologetic. If you don't love, if they don't love, if you know someone that doesn't love, if you don't love, you're not of God. Period. Period. Because love is of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knows not God. If you don't love, you don't know God. Grandma, can I say something? I'm sorry. Remember the scripture said by this, people always were looking for a sign yeah. to show what is a Christian. Yes. He said, people said for a long time, they said, tongue, they said this, they said this. Jesus said, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples, that you have love one for another. Beloved, let us love one another. Verse 9, we're almost there. We're about a quarter of the way there. Verse 9, in this was manifested the love of God toward us. Because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. God demonstrated love toward us. Yes, ma'am, through his son. Herein is love. Not that we love God, but that he loved us. We can't go around boasting about us loving God. And it's good that we love God. But guess what? He loved us first. Herein is love. His love, verse 9. Not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. The word propitiation only appears about two or three times in the entire Bible. And the word propitiation means satisfied. I noticed lately, I'm back on those bugs and roaches. <laughs> There's some little bugs that crawl around my house. I took a whole gallon of spray and sprayed on that one bug. And that bug kept on creeping. Have y'all seen no bug yet? You can spray the whole, y'all don't want to admit it. I sprayed the whole gallon of that bug. I want to get my money back. It didn't work. This word propitiation means it gets the job done. When we use the word atonement, I know we don't use these theological words that much. But atonement means it appeased the wrath of God. You know, these offerings, these burnt offerings, these, you know, slain animals, they appeased, they caused God to cool down. But they did not erase the sin. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Nothing, the animal's blood can't atone for our sin. 
Money can't atone for our sin. You can give all the tithes and offer you want to. If you don't confess your sin, you might well keep your money. <laughs> it means nothing. So when he says propitiation, he's saying that Jesus Christ, in verse 10, is the propitiation for our sin. He got the job done. When Jesus shed his blood, the debt was paid in full. When he paid that debt on Calvary, God's wrath subsided. It was so effective that it keeps on working. It will never lose its power. You read about these again, these bug sprays that keep on killing for so many months. You better check that thing out. Better try the spirit. Don't believe everything you read. See if it works. Beloved, verse 11, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. If God loved us this much, that he would give his only begotten son to die for us. We ought to love one another. And then John, he kind of, I won't say he's being sarcastic, but he's just making it very plain. He says in verse 12, no man had seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwells in us, and his love is perfected in us. Nobody, underscore the word, nobody has ever seen God. Moses said, Lord, may I see your face? He said, Moses, you can't see my face and live. God is so holy. He's so pure. If you saw him, you would die. Because <laughs> he's so unlike you and me. He said, I'll tell you what, Moses. I'll let you see my backside, not my butt. <laughs> I'm going to hide you in this rock. And when I pass by, I'm going to cover you. And then my glory will just shine on you. We can't see God. But John says, how in the world can you say you love God whom you haven't seen and hate your brother? <laughs> you see every day. John say you lying. You can't love God and hate me. <laughs> you can't. I can't love God and hate you. Beloved, let us love one another. Verse 13, hereby know we that we dwell in him and he in us because he had given us of his spirit. We know that we are Christians 
because the Spirit of God dwells in us. Verse 14, and we have seen and do testify that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. John says, I'm a witness. I've seen his Son. Whoever shall confess that Jesus is the Son of God, God dwells in him. And he in God. Verse 16, and we have known and believed the love that God had to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. He didn't say God loves and God does love. He said God is love. God is love. Love is all he is. He's the light of the world. He's, a, he's, he's everything. He's the salt of the earth. He's the, he's, all, he's the bread of heaven. Herein, verse 17, is our love made perfect that we may be in, have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, we are so are we in this world. In the world, the Lord wants us to be like his son. He wants us to shed light in dark places. He said, there is no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear because fear had torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first loved us. So John's message and God's message to you today, let us love. Let us love one another. Why? Because God is love. If you don't, Love, you don't know God. But God is love. And anyone that loves is born of God. In conclusion, verse 20 and 21. If any man say, I love God and hates his brother, he's a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he had seen how can he love God whom he had not seen? James puts it this way. James says, how can you say you love God and hate your brother who is made in the similitude of God? James said, that doesn't make sense. When you look at man, he's made in the image of God. How can you say you love God and hate your brother? Beloved, let us love one another. Verse 21, and this commandment have we from him. He who loved God loves his brother also. So the message today, it was short. See, we went through the whole chapter in just a few minutes. You thought we were going to be here for a long time. Don't believe every spirit, but try the spirit. <laughs> 
You'll know that the Spirit is true if they confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. We have a little song. It's, it's a simple song. I first heard it as a children's song. Children were singing it. But it's so true. The words of the song are right here in the text. You can sing it right from your Bible. 1 John 4, 7 and 8. Just open your Bible and sing those two verses. We're going to do it a few times until we get it right. 1 John 4, 7 and 8. It says, Beloved, let us love one another. Love is of God, and everyone that loves it is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. Beloved, let us love one another. First John 4, 7 and 8. Isn't that simple? First John 4, 7 and 8. Let's try it again now. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loves it is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. Beloved, let us love one another. First John 4, 7 and 8. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. Beloved, let us love one another. That's, that's how simple it is. If you don't know God, you can't love. And if you know God, you love. Now watch this. This is a play on words. No God, no love. N-O. No God, no love. No God. N-O is no, right? No God, no love. But guess what? K-N-O-W. No God, and you no love. No God, no love. No God, no love. If you don't love, you don't know God. You can't know God and not love. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone that loves is born of God. He that loveth not, knoweth not. If you don't love, you don't know God. Let us love one another. We're going to have a congregation of